It's that time again. Oh, I'm so excited. Come on and pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast. Actually, I'm showing off on today's podcast because I think I got a couple new listeners in New Jersey. I'm dedicating today's podcast to Tara and Joe B. And I just want you to know they're friends of my brother. And of course, that makes them a friend of mine. But I was saying to them that to have a friend is obviously a great thing. But to have a loyal friend, you have everything. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. That's right, Nicole, we can't walk alone. That's my daughter, and we know what we have to do. Okay, Joe and Tara, you guys reminded me of this prayer and it is one of my favorites. It says, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. And Joe, I think you have all those things. Amen, alleluia. Praise him. (laughs) The 23rd Psalm. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And now the difference. I got up early one morning and rushed right into the day. I had so much to accomplish that I didn't have time to pray. Problems just tumbled about me and heavier came each task. Why doesn't God help me, I wondered. He answered, 
you didn't ask. I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the day toiled on gray and bleak. I wondered why didn't God show me? He said, but you didn't seek. I tried to come into God's presence. I used all my keys at the lock. God gently and lovingly chided. My child, you didn't knock. Well, I woke up early this morning and I paused before entering the day. I had so much to accomplish that I had to take time to pray. Amen. Listeners, make sure you take time to pray. It is the best. I love it. I love it. And now prayer of a lifetime. Dear Father, help me to take time to think today because it is the source of power. Help me to take time to play today for it is the secret of perpetual youth. Help me to take time to read today for it is the foundation of wisdom. Help me to take time to pray today, for it is the greatest power on earth. Help me to love and be loved today, for it is God's given privilege. Help me to take time to be friendly today, for it is the road to happiness. Help me to take time to laugh today, for it is music for your soul. And dear God, help me to take time to give today, because we know that's what makes you happiest of all. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, and taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is and not as I would have it trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Good morning and welcome, welcome to pray with me. Let's Get these blessings started. Stay right there. We'll be right back with some more. And now time for some wisdom. 
and you better get some. I want to say that 68% of our listening audience is from the United States. Yay! Amazing. Thank you for listening. Alleluia. Although we have 52 countries, give or take, listening, we have 40 United States of America listening. And I want to give a shout out to all of them. In pecking order, California, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Washington, Illinois, Virginia, Texas, Maryland, New York, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Arizona, Nevada, Ohio, Indiana, District of Columbia, Massachusetts, Missouri, South Carolina, Alabama, Colorado, Oregon, New Mexico, Kentucky, Arkansas, Wisconsin, Iowa, Connecticut, Michigan, Minnesota, Tennessee, New Hampshire, Louisiana, Mississippi, Rhode Island, Delaware, South Dakota, and Oklahoma. We have not lost one state. Yay! (laughs) I'm so happy. God bless you all. Okay, so now our Proverbs because this is what is making us smarter than everybody else. God's instructions. It says, choose a good reputation over great riches. Being held in high esteem is better than silver or gold. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord made them both. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. True humility and fear of the Lord lead to riches, honor, and a long life. Corrupt people talk and walk (laughs) a thorny, treacherous road. Whoever values life will avoid it. Direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. Just as the rich rule the poor, so the borrower is servant to the lender. Those who plant injustice will harvest disaster, and their reign of terror will come to an end. Blessed are those who are generous because they feed the poor. Throw out the mocker and fighting goes too. Quarrels and insults will disappear. 
Whoever loves a pure heart and gracious speech will have a king as a friend. The Lord preserves those with knowledge, but he ruins the plans of the treacherous. The lazy person claims there's a lion out there. If I go outside, I might be killed. The mouth of an immoral woman is a dangerous trap. Those who make the Lord angry will fall into it. A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it far away. A person who gets ahead by oppressing the poor or by showering gifts on the rich will end in poverty. Amen. Listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart to my instruction. For it is good to keep these sayings in your heart and always ready on your lips. I am teaching you today, yes, you, so you will trust in the Lord. I've written 30 sayings for you filled with advice and knowledge. In this way, you may know the truth and take an accurate report to those who sent you. Don't rob the poor just because you can or exploit the needy in court. For the Lord is their defender and he will ruin anyone who ruins them. Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people, or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Don't agree to guarantee another person's debt or put up security for someone else. If you can't pay it, even your bed will be snatched from under you. Don't cheat your neighbor by moving the ancient boundary markers set up by previous generations. Do you see any truly competent workers? Well, they will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. While dining with a ruler, pay attention to what is put before you. If you are a big eater, put a knife to your throat. Don't desire all the delicacies, for he might be trying to trick you. Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. In the blink of an eye, wealth disappears, for it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. Don't eat with people who are stingy. Don't desire their delicacies. They are always thinking about how much it costs. Eat and drink, they say, but they don't mean it. And you will throw up with little you've eaten and your compliments will all be wasted. Don't waste your breath on fools for they will despise the wisest advice. Don't cheat your neighbor by moving the ancient boundary markers and don't take the land of defenseless orphans. For their redeemer is strong. He himself will bring their charges against you. Commit yourself to instruction. Listen carefully to words of knowledge. Don't fail to discipline your children. The rod of punishment won't kill them 
physical discipline will save them from death. My child, if your heart is wise, my own heart will rejoice. Everything in me will celebrate when you speak what is right. Don't envy sinners, but always continue to fear the Lord. And we'll put a pin in it there. I love the Proverbs. We learn so much. It helps us make better decisions. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Now that'll be a good decision to stay right there. They say a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So I tell you, praying to God honestly is like taking the right prescription medicine. And I'm not a huge fan of prescription medicine, but I'm just saying God knows what we need and just the right dose. Am I right? Close your eyes, bow your head, and here's a prayer from the wilderness, which is a meditation for understanding. Father, as Lord over my life, I know you have a divine plan, a divine purpose, and divine timing, but I admit it is sometimes difficult for me to accept and to understand your ways. I am praying repeatedly for the same request. I know you have an appointed time for everything, but I do not want to delay your response because I am praying for an outcome that is not your will. Did I fail any spiritual test? Did I misinterpret a word from you? Did I dismiss your answer because it was not the response I wanted? If I do not get it, I am concerned that even a repeat of the circumstances will not provide me with clear direction. So Father, please speak your understanding into my heart. I am tired and confused. I desire to operate in your perfect will and not my own self-will. So Lord, bless me with spiritual discernment, understanding, and most importantly, your response. Father, while I stand still, I will remember your blessings, your love, and your grace. I will reflect on your goodness and sovereign power. I will recall other situations in my life when you seemed to be silent, but then suddenly you answered my prayers. Happens all the time. So regardless of how I'm feeling, I will continue to hope, pray, and expect your answer. While I await your response, I remain thankful for the understanding and mercy that you grant me every day. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.
Ephesians 1, 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Amen. Love it, love it. Okay, trusting in God. Where are you, book? Where are you? It says, don't let your emotions vote. Interesting. James chapter 1, verse 16 says, do not be misled, my beloved brethren. If we desire to walk after the Spirit, all our actions must be governed by God's principles. In the realm of the spirit, there is a precise standard of right and wrong, and how we feel does not alter that standard. If doing right and doing the right thing requires a yes from us, then it must be a yes, whether we feel excited or discouraged. If it is a no, then it is a no. A principled life is enormously different from an emotional life. When an emotional person feels thrilled or happy, he may undertake what he ordinarily would not do. But when he feels cold and emotionless or melancholy, he will not fulfill his duty because his feelings refuse to cooperate. All who desire to be truly spiritual must conduct themselves daily according to godly principles. A good sign to show you're growing and maturing in Christ is when you constantly obey, even when you don't feel like it. I'm raising my hand. I am raising my hand. Learn not to ask yourself how you feel about things. But instead, ask yourself if doing or not doing something is right for you. You may know what you need to do, but you don't feel like doing it at all. You can wish you felt like it, but wishing does no good. You must live by principle and simply choose to do what you know is right. There may be a certain thing that you want to do badly, it might be a purchase that you want to make and you know it is too expensive. Your feelings vote yes, yes, but your heart says no. So tell your feelings they don't get to vote. They are too immature to vote and will never vote for what is best for you in the long run. Ask God for his direction. Look at your emotions and know that they are too immature to know what they are doing. They are without wisdom and cannot be trusted to do the right thing. So don't let them have a vote. We mature, but our emotions don't always. 
And if they are left unchecked, our lives will be a series of unfinished, disappointing ventures. So trust in him, listeners. Pray and ask God to help you trust him more, way more than you trust your emotions. Amen. Powerful, powerful. And now God's purpose for your life. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 4 says he comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. This is from God's Purpose for Your Life, Charles F. Stanley. Dr. Charles. Okay, you've heard repeatedly that God causes all the circumstances of your life to work together for your good and his glory. But do you truly believe it? Sometimes it's difficult. If a trial is sufficiently unexpected or painful, it can leave you wondering why God allowed you to face such turmoil. Well, the only way to deal with the suffering positively and proactively is to view it through the eyes of God. So, ask him to help you see your circumstances from his perspective. That's very hard to do, listeners, when you're going through it. But you gotta ask God for his perspective. Everything won't be completely clear, but you'll have confidence that the Savior who redeemed you will not abandon you and will not abandon his work in your life. Always remember that you are the beloved child of the living God. If sorrow touches your life, the Lord knows all about it and he catches your tears. Yet he is strong enough to take your pain and loneliness and produce something worthwhile out of them. He will use the adversity you've experienced to help you reach out to others who have been hurt and who are struggling. Let me repeat that. He will use the adversity that you've experienced and help you reach out to others who have been hurt and are struggling. He will take your pain and tragedy and use both to mold you into a wise and caring minister of his comfort. Comfort. That's what we feel. Comfort. Comfort in our relationship with God. Praise. Praise him. Jesus, thank you for working through my pain to make me a minister of your grace. Amen. And the turnaround. The God you serve loves to turn seemingly hopeful situa- hopeless situations around completely. The God you serve loves to turn seemingly hopeless 
situations around completely. There may be aspects of your life that feel hopeless, but the most important thing you can do is to remain faithful to Jesus. Because when you do, you invite the Lord to be glorified in your life. Don't lose heart. Honor God. He can and will turn your situation around in ways you cannot imagine. Amen. Jesus, you can turn anything around. So thank you for working all things together for my good. (laughs) Amen. So just like Joe and Tara are living, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. And my prayer for you today is that you have no need. Amen. To keep it that way, go out and help others. You've got to help others. That's what God is looking at the most. Have a beautiful day. Thank you listeners in the United States for staying with me all these months. We're doing it. We're almost there. God has us in his grip. His arms are wrapped tightly around us, and it feels so good. So good. Bye for now.